WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents the longest-running program on affiliate marketing. Welcome to Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene. Hi, it's James Martell here, and yes, welcome to edition number 365 of the Affiliate Buzz, where we've been keeping affiliates inspired, informed, and motivated to succeed with affiliate programs since way back in 2003. For those of you joining us live here on webmasterradio.fm, it's great to have you with us. If you're joining us through a podcast on your smartphone, tablet, computer, or Wi-Fi radio, a very special welcome to you as well. Arlene is away today. She's preparing for her annual cookie swap, so... No Arlene today, but not to worry, I have a very special guest on the line with me today, Dan Locke, multimillionaire, serial entrepreneur, and international best-selling author, and today we'll be talking about how you can make money without selling something. We'll talk about what holds people back and why you may be struggling in your online efforts. We'll discuss the changes in the internet marketing space in the last few years and why it's critical to understand what these changes are and how you can adapt to them. I'm going to ask Dan about the differences he sees between the marketer who makes $2,000 a year versus the marketer who maybe makes $200,000 a year. I'll ask Dan about his successes and failures. Then we'll head into the speed round, and as usual, we'll wrap it up with a little dream building and talks about trips and travel and some lifestyle. Now, Dan's reputation is well-established in the internet space and publishing field, having launched several successful internet companies, which under his leadership generate more than $10 million in sales a year and tens of millions of dollars in revenue in the last few years. Dan is the founder and CEO of Charm Junction, Inc., which was named Online Retailer of the Year by Canada Post in 2012, no small feat. Dan is also the author of a dozen books that teach financial freedom and entrepreneurial skills, including F.U. Money, Secrets of Canadian Performers, Creativity Sucks, and Lies Salon Owners Believe, and more. Dan, very special welcome. Great to have you on the Affiliate Buzz. Thank you, James. That's a a great introduction, and I'm excited to, to be here and share my story with the audience. I'm, I'm so happy to have you here. Of course, you and I have had a chance to, to meet up a couple of times over the last few years, most recently at uh, your, your spectacular meetup in Vancouver, in, in beautiful uh, Gastown uh, in Vancouver, which was, I guess, the, uh, the beginnings of Vancouver way back uh, in the last century, I guess a couple centuries ago now. Exactly, uh, exactly. at least. At least, it seems like. And it's, a, and it's a great place for anybody to visit if you happen to be in the Vancouver area. Definitely a, a beautiful, historic little area. And before you and I get into talking about, uh, I, I want to talk to you a little bit about your meetups. And uh, we just got a whole bunch of stuff to cover. Before we dig into that, though, tell us if you would, take us through your story Um and how you got started and kind of bring us current. I know you, in fact, I'll just, let me throw it over to you because I heard your story at the, uh, at the meetup and I thought our listeners would love to hear it. Well, I came to Canada years ago with no money, no connections and not a word of the English language on my lips, as you can tell from my, from my accent. Some of my <laughs> friends, they say I still speak like Jackie Chan. <laughs> Come on, James, I think I'm better than Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> and um, at the time, I was uh, 14 years old, and my mom and dad, unfortunately, uh, got divorced when I was 16 years old. Mm. So uh, my dad had an affair, and then my mom decided that she didn't want to be staying in a relationship. So that's why we moved to immigrate to, to Canada. Now, James, you can imagine going to a new country where you don't speak the, the language uh, growing up, I, I didn't have a lot of confidence. I wasn't one of those people that had big dreams that I was going to do this and I was going to do that. And I wasn't one of those people that had big goals. Or And I wasn't very smart. I mean, I was what my instructor or teacher would say is, you know, average intelligence or sometimes below average intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> I was basically a, a C student, a C minus, and I barely passed all my, all my program courses. So I, I didn't have a, a like great education, and I wasn't one of those people that know all the right people in all the right places. 
but because when I first got here, I didn't know anybody. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I don't know about for most people, uh, but for me, I got into business by accident. Uh, I almost got backed up into this whole thing. Uh, I basically at the time I was making minimum wage at a at a grocery uh, store at a, at a superstore, mm-hmm. and I was begging you know to, as a grocery beggar was making a minimum wage, and knowing that working at that dead end job making the minimum wage, I couldn't provide for my mom because I'm the only child in my family. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can see that my mom taking care of me and and. And moving to here, and she couldn't speak English. Like she, she sacrificed a lot. That'd be tough, huh? That'd be really it, tough. It's, it's very tough. So that's my motivation. Uh, I got into business because I believe it's it's a, it's a son. Uh, it's my as a man. It's my duty. It's my responsibility to to take care of my family. Uh, I was never very interested. Funny thing is, uh, I was when I first got here because I got bullied, I got beat up a couple times. Because mm. um, I was one of the only three Chinese in my school, wow! So, uh, so I got beat up almost every single week, <laughs> and then uh, that led to I got into martial art, and I thought, you know what, James, my goal would be just to be open a little martial art school <laughs> and just <laughs> teach a few people. That was it. That like that was my <laughs> dream and goal. I, I wasn't interested in money. I wasn't interested in any of that stuff. But I'm just I, knowing that I, I couldn't do that, I couldn't provide for my mom just doing that. So that's how I got into business. I was going to say, and make a little money and a little self-preservation, I would think, would be a Definitely. part of that motivation. Definitely. So, so, so take us back to those times then. So you're, you're getting started. You're, I guess you're starting to learn English. You're getting settled a little bit. You started your own business. So take us back to that time that, uh, and how tough that was and how, you know, basically how that went. Well, I, I basically got started on the, on the failure equation. I called it a failed equation. At a time when I was making minimum wage, and I read a book. I think a lot of people may, may have read that book called Think and Grow Rich yes. by Napoleon Hill. So somehow I stumbled upon that book in, in a used bookstore. I still have that book on my bookshelf. I bought that book for $3.95, a used wow. copy. So I bought that book, and somehow it, it is, you could say the message within the book makes sense to me because at the time – I I can I can see that I could see other entrepreneurs and business owners they have this great lifestyle they're millionaires and and they are making a lot of money and leading a very happy life a very good life so I thought to myself just what if what if it, I'm the I, it takes me ten years to learn this what if I fail these millionaires income by ninety percent and what if I'm the dumbest person on the planet, but you know what? If I put some effort to it, just what if I do this? What would happen? Well, at the very least, I could see even in five or ten years, if I fail by ninety percent, I would still be making at least a hundred k a year. Yes, and that's what that was my mentality. It's, it was very simple. I thought, you know what? So I'm gonna kind of uh, uh, embrace this journey of entre- you know, being an entrepreneur. I thought, you know, I'll get into business. Uh, I started my first business. Uh, as, a, as a lawn mowing kind of, kind of company venture with a couple of my buddies, and we you know we mow lawns for people in the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, now, James, the business went extremely well, uh, except we didn't have any customers. <laughs> so I was gonna I was gonna lead into 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 my next question. What was you know what was your real you know your your first real success? So keep taking us down this journey. So so I I you know I had a, a lawnmower which I actually borrowed. The funny the, the story is one day I was you know I was practicing martial art, I was jogging right in my neighborhood, and mm-hmm. I saw this older gentleman. He was mowing the lawn, but you know he was probably in his almost like maybe late seventies. So he was mowing the lawn. Is like it's the lawn mower is very very heavy, right? Yeah. So I thought as a young guy, you know what? Why don't I help you out? I just want to exercise. Oh, okay, you know what? I can help you out. And then I so saw I help him. I mow the lawn. I didn't think too much. And and at the end of that, he pulled out twenty bucks and gave me twenty bucks. Your first like, customer. Whoa. My first customer. Like holy shit! Like this is this is cool. Like I never thought. I never was. I didn't expect any money. I wasn't thinking of charging him anything. Like I just thought a young guy exercise, help him out. Hey, you know what? What's the harm in that? Yeah. Um, that that gave me the idea. <laughs> And but, however, I thought maybe other people need this service. There's a need in the marketplace, and uh, however, I didn't have the money, so I didn't have the, the money to buy the lawnmower. So uh, I went up the idea. I talked with the the older gentleman. Uh, I said, "Hey, you know what? 
why don't you know the machine is too heavy? You're not using it anyway. Why don't can I borrow your machine? Uh, you know, I'll take care of it. I'll I'll, I'll put in the you know the the the, the gas. I'll, I'll fill everything. I'll take everything. Yeah. Uh, and in return, I'll mow your lawn once a week. If you let me borrow the machine, you know the the gentleman was very nice. He said, "Hey, young man, no problem. You know, you use it. That's okay. Okay, great. So now I've got my little equipment, right? You bet. Great deal. Yeah." Yeah, no, no money down, <laughs> and I got the equipment, and so you can see, like, even there back then, I, I guess I've had this entrepreneurialism or this kind of street spot within me, I guess. Yeah. So, but then I need, I need customers now. So uh, I, I talked with uh, a friend of, a friend of my mom, uh, one of my aunts. She owns, she owned a printing company at the time. You know, printing business card and flyers. So I would talk to her. Hey, you know, uh, uh, her name is Mary. I call her Anne Mary. I say, Hey, Anne Mary, why don't you know? I'm I'm starting this business. If you can help me out, why don't we do this? Like, you know, because they can print flyers very cheap. So yeah. print out all these flyers, uh, and I could help you distribute in the neighborhood. You can advertise your printing services, your business card printing services, all these services. Now, but James, each fly has two sides, right? <laughs> so I said, on the other side, if you don't mind, just print some more words, and I'll advertise my lawn mowing service. She said, okay, you know, we'll do 2,000 of these. Great. So we print a whole bunch of flies, and my friends and I, you know, we were running around the neighborhood. We're just, you know, putting these flies in people's door and chasing by the dogs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, again, and again with no money down. No money down. No money down. And, and I did that, and, and I was waiting at home. I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be – we've been so busy, you know, this and that. You know, first day, no call. Second day, no call. Third day, no call. And I was thinking, did I print my phone number wrong? What's going on? This is, yeah, this is yeah. not normal, right? Uh, and then the, all the whole like two weeks gone by, zero. No, not one phone call. Then that's very first lesson I've learned uh, in business that, you know what? Uh, we, without good marketing, we, we don't get customers. No customers, no business. <laughs> as, as, as fundamental as that sounds. But that's the very first lesson. You need customers. Hello, right? Yes, exactly. Um, and so that went down. You know, we got some PP, uh, customers here and there, but that didn't go well. Finally, then we, uh, we turned a lawnmower. But that's my very first business failure. So, what would you say your first first success was then? So that so that was, and I don't know if I'd call that a failure. And we're going to talk about some failures as we get through uh, the session here, because you and I had a conversation before where failures, you know, we call them failures, but they're not necessarily real failures because you end up learning a ton from them. But let, let's let's cross the road here and let's talk about your first real success. Mm. And it, just since then, just so people know, since then I've failed at thirteen businesses. 13 businesses before having my first success just wow. to give your listeners an idea uh, and people sometimes ask me the question well Dan what, what, what kept you going during those times now, why didn't you give up at the third businesses or fourth business like why, what kept you going and I always reply well what kept me going is because I cannot afford to quit I don't see any other way if I wanted to take care of my mom it's my duty it's my responsibility I have to do it it's not must it's not a should that I have to. I don't care if I have to fail twenty, thirty, fifty times. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, you had you had to make it work. I had to make it work. So a lot of people, I tell people, you know what? Motivation is good. You're motivated. Sometimes I believe desperation is even better. That you are you you are be, you're put in that corner that you have. It's you burning the you know, Chinese concept. You burn a ship. Yes. There's no turning back, and you just you have either win or you die. Yes. And you keep going until you win. So my first success is actually when I first found a, a mentor of mine. Now, it may not be the answer for everybody, but that was the answer for me. I found a personal mentor of mine. His name is Alan. He, uh, at the time, owns a, an advertising agency in Canada. So he took me under his wing, and I kind of worked for him for one year for next to nothing, basically. Yes. But he taught me marketing. He taught me copywriting. In, in case people don't know, copywriting, it's you put words in, in print on a website and, and make people buy stuff, right? That's right. Words that sell. Words so he taught sell. me that. Yeah, he taught me that. Gave me that skill. So I tell people that year of working with Alan, that was the million dollar year for me. Million dollar education in education for me. So after that, after I honed the skill and I was doing some odd jobs for Alan, uh, I built my little, little portfolio and then I kind of started my own little home base 
could quote unquote copywriting advertising agency, and I was working you know with business owners and and speakers and authors and writing their their marketing material, their sales pieces. Um, and we're talking about we're still in early twenties, right? I was at the time making about ten thousand dollars a month writing copy from home. Uh, so to me. That was like I don't know. It may not be a lot of money for some people, but to me back then, it was a lot of money. I think I think anybody in their early twenties who's making ten thousand a month from home, highly successful. Uh, I would think most people would 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 agree with that. Definitely a great start, especially for a twenty something. Yeah, and then finally, I could I could provide for my mom, and I could I could buy her things, and and I, I can now pay my bill, pay off some of my debt that I owe from losing all this you know money in, in the previous ventures. So, um, and that was my first success, and that that was critical because that period of time gave me the skills that I, I needed, and still skills that I use today uh, running my my companies. But that would be my first success. That's a, that's a that's a fantastic story. Now I can see uh, we are coming up against the break here, and of course I'm here with Dan Locke. And when we return from a from a real quick break, what we're going to talk about is is uh, we'll continue on with Dan's story, and then we'll dig into the changes that he's seen in the internet marketing space over the last few years, and why it's critical to understand these changes, and of course how you can adapt to them. And I'm also going to ask Dan about the uh, differences between the marketer who makes two thousand a year versus the marketer who makes 200000 a year. So don't go away. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. All-Inclusive Market is the luxurious five-star resort of digital marketing. Welcome to All-Inclusive Marketing. Engage with All-Inclusive Marketing's award-winning strategists to ramp up your online profitability and brand exposure, driving new customer acquisitions, increased sales, and stronger buyer retention. Another mojito, please? All-Inclusive Marketing's full-service digital and performance marketing accommodates every brand, specializing in retail, travel, and software as a service. What a great room. The A in All-Inclusive Marketing means award-winning winning leadership, excellence in results, as well as an A rating by the Better Business Bureau. For reach, engagement, and conversion, it's all-inclusive marketing. Reserve a free consultation today at allinclusivemarketing.com slash radio. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals. Personal, professional, PPC services. PPCprofessionals.com. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point click and it's live in real time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point click and it's live in real time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on webmasterradio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today, but I do have Dan Locke, multimillionaire, serial entrepreneur, and international best-selling author with me. Now, now, Dan, very interesting story. So, so far, we've come, we've come to your, your early 20s. You, you've, you've climbed your way out of numerous failures, many failures by the sounds of it. Uh, you, you're now sitting at 10000 a month working at home as a copywriter. You've got some of those bills, maybe all those bills paid off. I'm sure your mom's happy, proud of you. Take us from from there and bring us bring us current. Well, back then, then I some I guess a little bit of timing, a little bit of luck as well. I should say uh, at a time that internet was was kind of booming, and then I used my skill. I got online, started uh, selling, actually selling uh, Bruce Lee collectibles on eBay, hmm. and using my copywriting skill, and I and I, I find some products I could sell. And, and back then, James, I'm talking like VHS tapes. Okay, <laughs> makes yeah. you old. Yeah, yeah. Most people <laughs> listening, what is, what the heck is that? Right? Yeah, not what's a VHS tape? Not even DVDs before DVD, guys. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and so I was selling that online, and then got into um, affiliate marketing, actually, um, and just somehow timing everything, ebook, and just it just took off. 
from ten thousand then twenty thousand then double to forty thousand it just go on and on and on now once I've made a certain amount of money I guess you know back then James when I shared a story with you you know how you know when I was in, in you know when I was younger all my dream was like I just wanted to be like a martial art instructor mm-hmm. I guess part of me that there was always a teacher in me that I didn't know uh, later on, then I realized, that, yeah, I love to teach, I love to share, I love to speak. So then, once I experienced some success, I mean, into the marketing, then people started inviting me to to share, you know, what I know and how I do what I do. So I started uh, getting invited to speak at some of these conferences. At first, you know, it's a smaller crowd and a bigger and bigger and bigger crowd. Uh, so then I was traveling across North America, just speaking at different conferences. Um, teaching entrepreneurs, business owners how I do what I do. And, and that grew. And I've made a lot of money during that time as a speaker. Um, as I'm traveling, offering my programs in the information marketing business, um, I took all of that money and I invested then into more internet ventures and just expand from there. Uh, and here we are today. Today I am. I own and I'm in a partner. Uh, a partner in over 16 companies. You can see it on my website. Yeah. Uh, in all kinds of categories, uh, from hobby to jewelry, from business service, web designing, SEO, uh, to membership program, to like all kinds of uh, internet businesses. So. I'm a happy and guy, I, <laughs> and, I, and I think, and I, and it's a, I, I must say, and I encourage listeners to go check out Dan's website, Dan Locke, and it's spelled L-O-K, Dan, D-A-N-L-O-K dot com. Gorgeous site, by the way. Uh, so, what, what do you think? What do you think? What do you feel? I guess uh, makes you, you makes you unique in the internet marketing space. Is it your diversity? I, I would say so because most. I would say most. Uh, internet marketers or internet entrepreneurs, most of the time they do one thing, let's say, uh, maybe, you know, James, you're, you're a master at affiliate marketing. Some people, they only do eBay and some people, they only do certain types of products. Uh, in, although, you know, people call me internet expert, this and that, but I don't see myself, a quote unquote, as an internet marketer. Uh, just like I do, I do affiliate marketing, but I'm not an affiliate marketer. Got it. Uh, I do uh, ebook, you know, marketing, but I don't think I'm an ebook marketer. I sell on Amazon, but I'm not just an Amazon seller. So it's uh, I do e-commerce, but I don't see myself as just an e-commerce, you know, you know, owner. So I see that's just a a way to to generate revenue. It's it's a strategy. It's a vehicle, and I think that's how people should see it. Uh, so affiliate marketing, yep, it's a very great way to generate revenue, but it's not itself because business should be should, it shouldn't be so so narrowly defined. It's many many things, and you can have many many different revenue coming come streams coming into a business. So I think what makes me different is more diversify. I have experience um, in all these categories, and luckily have a, have a lot of success. Lots a lot of failures. Uh, probably way more failures than success, by the way. Just people don't talk about failures. People think of you, oh, you know, you're the overnight success. I'm a young guy, uh, but I, I tell people, you know what? It, it's more like a ten-year overnight success. Yeah, it's it's very similar to the music business, where all of a sudden you have a a, a star or a, a nobody, a so-called nobody, instantly becomes a star. Meanwhile, right. they've got ten, fifteen years of blood, sweat, and tear and tears into their craft, and all of a sudden it just took off for them. But Correct. without that foundation, that of course that you've built, and and they would have had to build, same same thing. Now, let me ask you: There's been a lot of changes. You and I, you and I had a chance to discuss this this morning. A lot of changes in the internet space in the last few years, and let's talk about what those changes are as you see it, and why it's critical to understand what they are, and then how listeners can adapt to those. Well, I think first of all, people have to look at it, look at what's going on with the internet, uh, realistically and accurately. Uh, internet people, a lot of time, people are attracted to starting an internet business because they think it's easy. Hmm. They think, well, you know, I can get into it, you know, very little money, and in 30 days, I, I'm going to make 10 grand a month. I'm going to be financially free or whatever it might be. And you, you, you may be able to do that, but I think it's better to look at this. You know, internet thing uh, more accurately and realistically, saying, you know what, it's it's a medium, uh, yes. it's a massive medium. Uh, it requires skills. It requires also patience. Uh, how to you look at it as a business? It's internet is not a lottery ticket. I was always saying, uh, it's not something. It's not get rich quick. This is not get rich quick. Uh, it's not get rich slow either. 
uh, I say this is get rich smart. Okay, it's a great way to make a living. It's a great way to make a lot of money, but you need skills. Uh, so what's happening with the internet? I think uh, consumers, first of all, they are more skeptical than ever. They are more demanding than ever. They have more choices than ever because before, many years ago, they go into a store. Is how much they just buy whatever might be. They might shop around a few more stores. Now they can just pull out their smartphone. They can check. They can price compare. They can do a lot more things. Uh, so I would say now uh, the the power uh, it's now lies on the hands of consumers. Consumers have all the power. So meaning the old way of just selling, 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 and sell them, and and you know if your product is not good and you sell crappy products, word gets out. I mean, you you can you can lose it as quickly as you build it. So it starts off with nowadays. Before maybe you a little bit gray area. You are you're selling questionable product. Now nowadays it doesn't work. Because now it's everything is very transparent. Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, social, it, everything is very, very transparent. And words travel fast. Now, on the other hand, if your stuff is good, that also words also travel fast. So I would say that's probably one of the keys to it, of course, is, you know, the quality needs to be there. Let's talk about, let's talk about that. And then also, if you could talk about the mindset, you know, why do people struggle? What holds them back? Dig into that for us. No, very simple. I mean, let me share a simple story with you. Let me tell you about you guys. Uh, the first guy, let's call him Frank. Okay, uh, Frank, he is a, a part-time internet marketer, and he might still have a, 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 a job, uh, working at a full-time job, providing for his family, but he's a part-time marketer. And when I say part-time, meaning, let's say he started internet marketing since 2008. Okay. okay, it's been dabbling online. He's been doing this, you know, for six years now, and which in, in internet-wise is like many, many years. Yeah, it's a lifetime. Uh, yes, uh, Frank does many things. He does many things online. Uh, he's what I call a, a jack of all trades. Okay, he does a little bit of affiliate marketing, a little bit of ebook marketing, uh, maybe a little bit of YouTube marketing, and then a little. And you know, this week it's something. Next week it's something else. Yeah. Okay. He he has what I call the shiny object syndrome. Frank is easily distracted. Easily distracted, lack of focus, uh, and he does a lot of different things. And he was, you know, doing. He maybe, you know, you know, Frank was doing a little bit of SEO, you know, white hat techniques, gray hat techniques, black hat techniques, you name it. You know, Frank was writing articles himself. Uh, he was doing these link building himself. Uh, he was building lists. He was driving PPC traffic to affiliate offers, and and it was buying all these, uh, like. You know programs, you know hula la, Google Cash, and and instant money miracle, and, and all that crap, right? <laughs> the okay. automated He's, cash machine, push button, yeah, yeah, all push that push stuff, that. you know, yeah, all yeah. that right? instant overnight type shit, and and he, you know, he tried AdSense, he was doing a little bit of outsourcing, but it didn't work for him because he didn't know what to do. It was doing a little bit of little bit of that. Okay, that's Frank, spinning his wheels, wonder how come this thing doesn't work for me. Well, let me tell you about another marketer. Let's talk about Matt for a second. Now, for Matt, Matt also got started in 2008, same time that Frank started. Uh, the difference is in the beginning, it was Matt picked one thing. He focused on building a business, focusing on serving a, a niche, a, a market, fulfilling a, a need. And Matt is not a super focus. He's focused on delivering value. His process, okay, his process is very different from Frank. Let me walk you through Frank's process. Frank, being the ADD, he, first <laughs> of all, he started off with the flawed mindset. It's not the abundance mindset. The flawed mindset is the quick and easy shortcut money uh, overnight fall on my left, don't have to do anything, okay? And Frank goes to buy all this magic bullet product. Mm-hmm. Okay, easy button push here, this software, money would happen. Guess what? Tries to do it. 90% of the time, uh, and a little bit, and then fail, and then guess what? Goes, this goes back, okay, gets disappointed. A few days later, gets another email in the inbox. Oh, that sounds easy. Let's buy that this time. And it becomes like this vicious cycle. Never, never makes any serious money. On the other hand, Matt's business model is completely different. First of all, Matt starts with the correct abundant mindset. This is a long-term vision. This is a, I'm building a business here. I'm focused on delivering value to a marketplace. Usually, uh, he would just focus on one business model, 
whatever the business model is, let's say affiliate marketing, he just focuses on that one thing and he masters it. Total immersion, masters that. And he attract the customers, do lead generation, start building that loyal following, the customer base, and then add on other back-end products and maximize the value of that visitor or that client. And tweaking, learning, anything that would help. Now, it doesn't mean... Matt doesn't learn. Matt also goes to conferences, also buys on different products that will help him, but with a purpose. He knows exactly what the outcome he wants. He only learns things and learns, absorbs knowledge that will help him in his business. Anything that is a distraction, he doesn't buy. But Frank buys everything he sees. That's so would this would this be fair to say that when we when when if I was to ask you the question, what are the differences between the marketer who makes two thousand dollars a year and the marketer who makes two hundred thousand dollars a year? Would you put Frank at the two thousand a year, maybe, and maybe. Matt at the two hundred thousand a year? Exactly. Exactly. So if you want to summarize it, basically, I would say if you, one word, it's focus. Most people can't focus, don't know how to focus. And as long as you have the right expectation going into internet marketing, you're okay. The wrong expectation is I go into it, I buy $47 ebook, in 30 days I'm going to make 10 grand. That's a wrong expectation. Now, I'm not saying it cannot happen for you, but I'm saying that's a wrong expectation. If you look at offline, put, put, a, put aside online for a second, you look at offline, if you were to buy a franchise, it's going to cost you what? How much, James? Well, a friend of mine is looking at a local little little bakery in a little retail outlet locally here. It's going to cost them half a million bucks. Half a million bucks, right? And just just to get in. Just know, to get leads, in. Just to get started. Just to get in. And then how much is the, the lease every month and and then buying the products, the, the you know, supply, all this stuff, right? Absolutely. I mean, so and then when does he expect to make a profit? Probably I, I, that question I haven't asked, but I would have to assume three, four, five years from now, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Please. So if luckily they would, he would recoup his investment in three, four, five years. That's in the offline kind of franchise world. Well, how come suddenly it's online? It's you know what? I'm going to put fifty bucks in it. I don't know much. I don't have no skills. I'm not going to invest in myself, but I'm going to buy this software and click a button. I'm going to make five, ten grand a month. Where does that come from? You know, and the sad thing about that is, is once in a while, once in a blue moon, that actually happens if if the stars all line up, but it's so rare. But what I've actually seen to the few people that I, that I do know that that's happened for, it actually was the worst thing that could have happened to them. And I think you would agree because Absolutely. it put their mindset completely in the wrong place and now they expect it and it's not practically realistic. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and they don't care about their customers. It's just like, you know, wham, bam, goodbye, ma'am. They get the money, and, and that's it, and they hide behind the computers, and these are scamming people, this and that. I mean, that's not the wrong. That's just wrong. Okay, build legitimate business, deliver value to people. It's easier this way. You have you, Then you have longevity. I have a saying, and, and, you know, this might piss off a lot of my internet guru friends, but it's any idiot can make money for a year. Hmm. It takes a master. So, you know, you, you, they're all impressed by these numbers. Oh, oh, this one year I generate, you know, $2 million or this, you know, f- you know 10 days I generate X amount of dollars. Who gives a shit? doesn't matter. If you're good, can you make money year after year after year after year? Can you make money for 10 years straight? That's a master. A lot of these gurus, you see, they're like, oh, this, oh he's the best. Da, 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 da. I'm making all this money. Guess what? Next year they're gone. Where are they now? I have seen so many examples of guys that would spend, uh, and I'm glad to hear you call them out on it. Well, they will spend twenty thousand dollars on Google AdWords to make ten thousand dollars, so they can show a ten thousand dollar check. Meanwhile, they lost ten grand because they spent twenty, but they're holding up the ten thousand dollar check so they can sell their course, they can sell their book, they can you know tout themselves on stage. Just you know. Yeah. Good to bring it up. Very good that you brought that up. Can I? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's like you know. So they make money for one year. So what? Can they make money year after year after year? And one of the things I say to them, like people ask me the question, like because usually I talk about you know having a mentor and you got to get a coach, James. Mm-hmm. And they always, well, how do you get one? And how do I? What's the criteria? Let me give you a very simple, simple tip. It's very, very simple, and this is very beneficial for anyone. 
Anytime you consider hiring someone as a mentor, learning from somebody or going to their workshop, whatever it might be, you only have to ask yourself two questions. First of all, first question is, does he, does the guy, he or she, make their money selling you books and tapes and seminars or do they make money doing what they're teaching you? Hmm. Question number one, okay? Question number two, and did they do that, those things, having those success two, three, five years ago, are they still active today? Are they still yes. doing what they teach? Yes. You ask these two questions, guess what? You just eliminate 99% of the guys. I bet, there. I bet, instantly. 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 It's like, well, besides your information company, besides your seminar company, show me just one, one other successful business that you have right now. Yes. Silence. Yes. That's it. So, so, so true. And they come and they go and they come and, and they, they go. go. And then because now everybody in their brother-in-law is in a dog. It's an internet marketing guru, right? That's right. <laughs> so, that's right. So, and that's partially how, why I got out of that industry, the whole guru thing. I don't see myself as a guru, but I just I wasn't interested in that. I've always had fun with that. No, a guru wears a little white robe and sits cross-legged. That ain't Very me. well said. Very well said. Yeah. So here, let me before we get to the break here, we got about three minutes before the break. I want to talk about something, uh, and you you brought this up. How can you make money out of selling? Uh, how to not selling them something? That was you know the conversation you had about. Let's talk about why you started your meetup, yeah. and then we. I'd also like you to address the podcasting topic as well because people will say, "How do you how do you make money podcasting?" So if you could. Delve into that for me. This will be therapeutic for me. <laughs> well, first of all, because as I said, now it's more competitive than ever. The whole environment, the good old just want to sell, 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 you know, upfront doesn't work. We need to deliver value upfront. So for people listening, I am the founder of the Vancouver Entrepreneurs Group, a meetup group. And the reason I founded that is to build a community and to expand my network. And it's not designed. People ask me, well, how do you make money with it? Well, you don't make money with it. It's not designed to make money. And this wasn't why I was doing it. Same probably, thing with probably actually, It probably actually costs you money, right? It actually cost me money. It actually cost me money. So same thing with podcasts. Why does James invest all this time and effort and, and interviewing all these entrepreneurs and successful people bring you the latest information, the best information? It's a lot of work. Every week, you know, it's a lot of work. You prepare and all. You only, you guys only see the one hour. You don't see what James prepare ahead of the time. But it's that. But why is he doing? It? Because now that's what works. As I say, write this down. If you're listening or you're driving, don't write this down. But uh, education is a new marketing. The best way to build trust in a skeptical environment is to deliver value upfront. You give. You want to give people so much value upfront that in their mind they go, you know what? You've given me so much. What can I help? How can I help you? What can I buy from you? When they see, I'm not what I'm saying. People hate to be sold, but they love to buy. Yes. So you want to inspire them to want to do business with you versus you, you know, shuffle your product or service down their throat. Hey, you want to buy this? You know, buy this from me. You know, it's that doesn't work. Meaning you got to delay your gratification. Meaning you got to be able to able to wait to be patient and not trying to. So instead of, instead of hunting. Go there, you hunt and you eat. This is more like a farming process. Such a good, such a good thing to point out because so many people I find they'll ask me continuously, "How do you make money podcasting?" To the point where I just I, I have even a hard time even talking about it anymore because it seems it seems so obvious that, as you said, that if you can help people, they will naturally come to you. And in your particular case, talk about your meetup. I mean, I had a chance to attend the last one in Vancouver. You've got a beautiful space there. It's, as we said at the top of the show, it's in Gastown, second floor, overlooking the sales at Canada Place. Uh, so a beautiful, beautiful venue right where the cruise ships come in, all that stuff. But you had a room there of about 65 or 70 people. You don't allow anybody anybody that's speaking there to even sell. That's how That's how – how tuned into this strategy you are. So speak to that a little bit more and, and the benefits. And, and I, you know, I'm going to quote you on that. Educate, educating is the new marketing uh, because I think that's brilliant. So if you could just speak to that a little more. Well, because when I first came up with the idea for the meetup and I visited at least 10 meetups before starting mine and I noticed what, what, what I like and what I didn't like. And most, unfortunately, most meetup groups, and James, you've been to a lot of them. I mean, mm -hmm. to me, the, the quality is bad and the way they, they, they organize the meeting is bad. It's not very professional. 
Um, and I thought if I want to go into the marketplace and do something a little bit different, that's why I pick a good venue. Next year, we actually, uh, James, we're going to do it at Vancouver Club, awesome. uh, which is now the most prestige club in British Columbia. Uh, I want a high quality of kind of environment and community for entrepreneurs where they can mingle, they can network, they can do business, and they can learn from each other. Uh, it's a community. So uh, I want to differentiate myself. And with the meetup, just through the meetup, uh, we've been doing it now for more than just uh, less than four months. And we're like the fastest growing meetup in, in BC. We've, uh, well, you know, it's just growing every single day. And I through that, I met a lot of great people. Like, you know, we connected with you. I met a lot of great people just through that meetup. Uh, and it's not about selling stuff to the people. It's about knowing what their needs are. Finding, and I've sent people different referrals, uh, getting you know, driving business to their business, and they're trying to you know to help me to grow the group as well. All these things. Uh, so it's a result of that community. When you don't put your needs first, put other people's needs first. It's like in you know, the good old Six Ziglar, right? Remember, you can have everything you want in life. You can give help enough people yep. get what they want. You bet. Uh, in this case, that's what it is. You help them get what they want first, automatically you'll get what you want without even you asking for it. Sounds very similar to, and I can see we're up against the break, uh, very similar to what happened to you when you offered to that older gentleman exactly. to help him mow his lawn. Exactly. And look what, uh, look what came from that. So mm-hmm. I'm, here, uh, I'm here with Dan Locke, multimillionaire, serial entrepreneur, and international best-selling author. We'll be right back after a quick break. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. InternetMarketingINC.com is one of the fastest-growing full-service digital marketing agencies in the country, specializing in providing results-driven online marketing solutions. Internet Marketing Inc.'s passionate team prides themselves on staying ahead of marketing trends to create and implement campaigns that get more traffic to your website, gain positive brand awareness, and drive conversions. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866-563. 30620 or visit internetmarketinginc.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today, but I do have Dan Locke, multimillionaire, serial entrepreneur, and international best-selling author, with me today. Now, now, Dan, let's uh, let's shift gears a little bit here. I'll get a chance to ask you to share your contact information where people can find out about your books at the end of the show. But what I'd really love to do is jump into what we call the speed round, and it's real quick. Uh, Real quick questions, 10 of them in total, and uh, if we can just fire away here. Number one, Windows or Mac? Windows. Four in a row, yes. I'm a Windows <laughs> guy too, and the Mac guys are winning now, but we're catching up on them. So Windows, there we go. So what are your top three favorite internet marketing conferences? Well, uh, Traffic and Conversion. Okay. Um, and well, you know what? I, I can't think of so because I don't go to so many anymore. Uh, but I, I think Underground, Yonex Silver's Underground uh, seminar, that's pretty good as well. Okay. Um, and I can't think. I can't think of the other one. Those are the two. The two that comes to mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Favorite success quote. You make a living. You make a living by what you get. You make a life by what you give. Winston Churchill. Awesome. Cat or dog person. Uh, dog. This will be a fun question, and, and uh, listeners definitely need to go 
scour uh, danlock.com to find his dream car. But uh, what is your dream car? Uh, the Audi R8. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you got a beautiful photo of you uh, standing with a there. gorgeous, gorgeous car. When you got started online, if we can go back far enough, what was the speed of your modem? Your, was it dial-up or was it? Uh, dialed up, yes. It was those telephone line thing. You gotta, yes, it was dialed up. Well, Good that you brought it up. Interesting. 28.8 or 56K, do you remember? You know what, James? I have no clue. I still have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get this computer, gram, or I don't get this kind of stuff, man. Top three things a new marketer must be doing to succeed. Mm, market research. Uh, Good. Lead generation. And then right. find a role model. Find someone who's been there and done that. Continue, continues to do it to be to be a mentor. Favorite business book? Wow, I would say I would say Think and Grow Rich because that's what what got me started. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Number nine. What is a tool, online tool, you use every day that you would absolutely hate to have to live without? Uh, I guess it would be Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> The communication tool. Yeah. Uh, and then, I, I, yeah, Gmail for sure. Last time you were on an airplane, and where were you going? Well, just uh, less than a month ago, I was in uh, in China. Was going to Shanghai uh, with my wife. It was actually our wedding. <laughs> so we got married just a couple of months ago. So that was good. That video that I saw probably a month ago was that from yeah, that. Yeah, that was it. And is that video on your website? Uh, I think it's on my. It's got to be. It's on YouTube for sure, on my YouTube channel, uh, and also on Facebook, I believe. So if you go to Dan's website and click through at the very bottom, you'll find his social media links. Go have a watch of that video. Fabulous video. It was fun. Uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, it was very well done too. So uh, good on you for that. All right, so that wraps up the speed round. Now let's let's talk a little bit. Let's kind of shift into motivation here. So mm-hmm. tell me now what. What do you enjoy most about having a successful, and in your case, businesses, having successful online businesses? Well, at first, I mean, I'm, I'm always about freedom. And that's one of the, if you talk about like mindset, motivation, psychology, uh, one of the big piece uh, I believe that I teach uh, is called freedom, not comfort. Mm-hmm. And and if most people they they are in their comfort zone, they don't want to take risk. They are um, they don't want to try new things. They don't want to learn new things. Just they're, they're comfortable. Now, although sometimes very often they are miserable, but they're comfortable. Yes. Uh, and I believe your comfort zone is your income zone, meaning anything that you want in your life, any dreams, any aspirations that you have. Right now, at this moment, they're outside your comfort zones because if they're within your comfort zones, you would already have them. So yeah. I would say go for freedom, not comfort because when you go for freedom, when you take the risk, when you go for what you want, you automatically get comfort. So with me, my motivation is not, it's always, it's always freedom. Like I have uh, – sometimes uh, I've had uh, incidents. People approach me with you know, very lucrative opportunities. But with me, I said that's that's not what I want. Even I can make a lot of money. Like we're talking millions of dollars, James. But mm. I turn it right down because it would require me to sacrifice my lifestyle. Like I have a couple of things. First of all, no tie. I don't like to wear tie. I like to wear suit, but no tie, right? Yeah, yeah. Second thing is work from home, no commute to work. So I manage all my companies from my office right here. Yes. From home. I don't have an office in downtown, anything like that. That's one thing on my list that, you know what, I don't want to commute to work. So somebody, somebody tries to lure you into a business where you're going to have to go there every single day. It's absolutely a no. No, absolutely a no. Don't even have the question about it. So next question then is what do you do for fun? Uh, I like I like to do. I practice martial art. I like to go to movies. Uh, we travel a lot. We Jenny and I we take at least at least uh, three one week vacations a year. Sometimes four. Yeah. Um, and with me, uh, one of my ho- people like to golf. Some people like to fish. That's not my thing. I like to teach. I like to speak. <laughs> I yeah, joke yeah. about it. Uh, to me, it's like when I speak, when I you know present in front of the audience, when I share what I know. Uh, it is. It is stress relief for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I yell at them for two hours. It's a fun <laughs> thing, and they get a lot of it, out of it. Everybody's happy. So I, I love speaking. I mean, I could be there, no notes. I could like this. 
we, I could do 10 hours. No <laughs> Therapy. Therapy. Favorite hotel where and why? Uh, Wang Hotel in Vegas. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love the hotel. It's great. Uh, I don't gamble. and I'm, I'm not a gambler, but I, yeah. I, lo- I love the hotel. Yeah, Vegas is awesome. Actually, I'll be there next month speaking at Affiliate Summit on the 8th. Awesome, that just made me jealous. <laughs> so, we got a couple minutes left. Two things. One, answer if you would, and you're going to have to be quick. I hate to put you on the spot, but mm-hmm. most rewarding thing you've been able to do for someone else because of your success, and then share your contact information where people can find more about you, your books, and what you're up to. Uh, it would be uh, buying my. It was one time uh, I was in Hong Kong. Said, see that unit right there? I said, yeah. Said that. I said, here's the key of when I bought my dad a home. Wow, that was and my my dad is like a man's man. Never cried. He crew like he, he was bawling. Oh, he just, wow. and, he, he, and he didn't even say thank you. He just look at me as a son, pat my back, and just nodded. And then we kept walking. So that that was quite something for me. He has goosebumps. Yeah. Um. My my website www dot uh, We can Google me. You'll probably find me anyway. So a lot of information. Uh, I don't have any products, anything like that. I've got some books you can buy on Amazon if you want. Um, that's yeah. I mean, if you want to find out more, that's where you go. Dan, I want to thank you uh, so much for being so generous with your time and your story and uh, your knowledge. It's been greatly appreciated. It was a lot of fun. Thank you, James. I appreciate it. And to our listeners, uh, just a reminder that if anything Dan mentioned that you missed, that we do take all the notes for you, and you'll find them for this episode at jamesmartell.com forward slash AB365. AB is an affiliate buzz, AB365. And uh, while you're there, I also invite you to subscribe to the affiliate buzz to be alerted to weekly episodes at jamesmartell.com forward slash subscribe. And if you haven't done so already, consider leaving us a review, and you can do so if uh, you enjoyed the show at uh, jamesmartell.com forward slash iTunes or jamesmartell.com forward slash Stitcher. And as usual, I invite you to come and hang out with us here live every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific on webmasterradio.fm for the Affiliate Buzz. Dan, thanks again, and to our listeners, thanks for listening to another edition of the Affiliate Buzz. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.